Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. The Max Olson, theathletic.com, who wrote about West Virginia. A nice surprise in the Big 12, and they've had a chip on their shoulder since Big 12 media days when the poll came out. Max joins us, and we had Neil Brad on, and he brought that up. He was upset about the colors behind him, even with the players' breakout session. Max, what a nice story. There's always a story or two in the Big 12, maybe every conference. Baylor two years ago, last year, TCU. Is West Virginia, you think, that team this year? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it reminded me, honestly, a lot, the, the, working on that piece, talking to Neil Brown and his players. Uh, so that story, it did remind me a lot in some ways of the stories I, I was writing about Kansas a year ago, right? Where I think that sometimes that's kind of, uh, that's tough for us in the prognostication business, especially now that Kansas is better. It's hard for us to kind of just assume who's the worst team in the Big 12 anymore, right? And so, um, you know, I think, you know, certainly the the summer poll was wrong about West Virginia and, and it didn't really make sense when you think about it. I mean, they shouldn't be behind all four of the new schools. That just doesn't make sense, but... Um, certainly that's exactly what they needed uh, that, you know, it, it, that motivation of being 14th is something they've carried with them um, every day since. And, uh, you know, I think it's done them a lot of good. It, it's funny that this West Virginia team is not blowing anybody out. Um, they're just winning close games finally. And that's, as you guys know, that's what it takes to actually be competitive in the big 12 race is just find a way to survive and advance in, in some tight games. And, um, you know, it, it hasn't been very sexy, and I think there's there's still a lot of room to improve, especially on offense. They really have not gotten things clicking on offense yet. Now Garrett Green's healthy, but, um, you know, certainly I think that's a team that in, in the run they've had now, beating Pitt, you know, beating Texas Tech, beating TCU, I think it shows that uh, there's a lot of toughness there. And, uh, you know, I think it's, uh, it, you know, it, 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 with the way the schedule sets up, no Texas, no K-State, no Kansas on the schedule. Um, they've got a chance here to, to, to rip off a bunch of wins. Max, what is your opinion of Oklahoma after that big win last week? Yeah, not surprised by the national conversation changing around Oklahoma quite a bit. I think you could tell people were just kind of skeptical, and maybe that's because of the, the strength of schedule or lack thereof. But, um, you know, that was just such an impressive performance by Brett Venables and his crew. You knew they were deeply motivated after last year's Red River game. Um, but I think it just goes to show, like, that that is a coach who is just like at West Virginia. That's a coach who has surrounded himself with players who have his kind of attitude. And, you know, I, I've, we've talked about it before how, you know, what a good job 
Venables is down kind of flipping that roster, which you wouldn't think you'd need to coming in after Lincoln Riley. But uh, I think that he has built a team that uh, that can compete for sure. And, uh, it, you know, are they a playoff team? I don't know. We'll see. They, they, they've got to kind of uh, maintain this run and stay healthy and stuff. But certainly they, they, they made the statement they needed to make uh, a week ago and find a way to win in the final minute that this team's for real. Does it really change how you feel about Texas at all, Max, the way that game went? I mean, there they had the lead with a little over a minute to go. Um, both these teams can still play each other again in Arlington. I think that's probably what most people expect at this point. Like you said, they got to handle their business, mm-hmm. but does it change the big picture, that result at all? I don't think so. I think Texas played pretty well in that game. And, you know, if you if you get a, a stop on the final drive there, everyone's talking about Texas like maybe they're the number one team in the country or, or, or at least, you know, top two, top three. So, um, I, I think what that game came down to certainly they did a really good, you know, really good job of moving the ball in Oklahoma. Uh, it's just not very good situational football. Not not being able to punch in touchdowns in the red zone, you know, getting stopped on fourth downs. Same story as their game against Alabama a year ago. Um, you know, I think it's it's a slim margin of error in a, in a big game like that, and, and certainly uh, third down, fourth down, um, the red zone, they've got to be a little bit better and. Uh, uh, but you know, I think I think Stark is probably right in saying like if that's the worst we're going to be this year, then we're we're really good. You know, I mean, I think that um, you know certainly Texas they, they lose the mulligan there in terms of the race, but uh, I I wouldn't knock them too far down the ballot. I think they're uh, they showed they're just as talented as Oklahoma. How good and how we we knew how good he was in high school, but there's hundreds of running backs who were good in high school, but Jonathan Brooks. It doesn't mean yeah. you forgot about Bijan or Roshan Johnson. Those guys were amazing. But he really has just, like, exploded onto the scene. Great player at Hallettsville High School. Yeah, and, you know, it's kind of cliche to say these days, but, like, credit to him for sticking around uh, because yeah. he was behind some really talented players. You could see flashes from Jonathan Brooks when he'd get a chance to, to carry the ball, um, you know, in, like, the fourth quarter of games that they put away or, you know, second half of blowouts and stuff like that. You saw him make plays last year, and uh, so it's not shocking that this kid can can uh, you know make people miss. And uh, you know he's one of the top rushers in the country this year in terms of yardage. Uh, but yeah, re- real real impressive player who clearly learned a lot from two studs in front of him. And you know that's a talented room too. When you bring in C.J. Baxter and, and some of the guys they have around him, I think that pushed him to get even better this year. And uh, yeah, th- th- that balance that they found in the run game, I think, has surprised a lot of people. Max, we've spent all week talking about Baylor. You know, we're on the, the kind of inside of it. But from an outsider's perspective, uh, you know, 30,000-foot view, uh, how does Dave Aranda turn this around? I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I got a lot of texts from people this week saying, what did Mac Rhodes say about the <laughs> offense? <laughs> um, that, that definitely resonated, like, outside of Waco. What, where did you hear that? <laughs> I can't. I can't say. I can't say. But the, I, I saw some people a little bit surprised by that. Um, you know, I, I think that. You know, it, <laughs> what, what, what can you say? I mean, there's there's nothing I can really come up with that's better than how y'all have probably uh, dissected it at this point. But yeah, certainly that that's one of those games, especially that sings when when it happens against Joey McGuire. And um, you know, I, I think that Baylor's just kind of got a pretty rough road ahead here, honestly. And, and, and look, you can, you can definitely make the argument that they've got some good young talent in this, in this program and that they, those guys just need to develop. And um, there's some guys that, that I think are, are on the way up that will be good. But um, yeah, offensively, 
certainly not very scary right now. And, and I think you look at the rest of the schedule here, I think, you know, Baylor's kind of going to become one of those games that, that other teams are circling is like pretty winnable at this point. So where's the, you know, where's the fight? Where's the fire from these guys? Um, it, it's easy to get into the X and, and, and O's of like what needs to get fixed, what they need to execute better, but really want to see them like kind of show up with an attitude. Yeah, it's hard to see them making the postseason match. But the other thing about what you just said and, and part of the conversation is, hey, Caden Jenkins looks like a heck of a player. Like the, the secondary yeah. looks like they could be really good, but it's the NIL era. Like they, they might have coaches in their DMs already, right? That are already saying like, hey, man, right. you know, that, that all going on underground. But that's the thing is you can't even bank on having those guys for three, four years to build on, right? I'm guessing they're, they're probably having uh, people look at their commit list too and kind of offer some of those guys and kind of start – Back to those guys too. Yeah, I, I think that's true. Um, you know, and, and you know, what is the NIL approach there? Uh, you guys would know better than I do, but I mean, I think that uh, they're in a pretty tough spot right now. And you know, I, I don't think that. Like, I'm I'm glad Shapen Shapen's back, right? I mean, Shapen's good this yeah. week. Yeah, he, he's they have the open week, and he's going to be able to. He you know played the last couple and has played. Well, it's not. He's not him. He's not the issue at all by any right. means. Right, yeah. I know. That's usually yeah. that's like we got nobody there, and that's right. kind of when when you see some of these big tall teams think getting him back. I think has has been that's a positive. But uh, but yeah, you've got to find. You know, this is that kind of time of the year where yeah, you get a break, you get a chance to get healthy and stuff. But man, we got to find out. Like, do these guys have some leaders and some people who can uh, kind of drag them out of the hole here? Do you think that's a launching point for, for Tech? I mean, they won a couple games in a row now when you're just kind of scanning the Big 12. Do you feel like maybe they're a team that's starting to get something going? Or was that just a product of, you know, hey, it's, it's Baylor's not very good this year? Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, I, think, I think I think kind of for Tech, more bum luck than anything early on here. Um, if they beat Oregon, we'd certainly be viewing Tech very differently, and they almost did. Um, you know, I think that uh, certainly – you ask coaches around the conference, like they definitely recognize Baron Morton's legit and uh, is going to be a really good quarterback. And so I think investing in his development this year is going to end up being a good thing. And uh, the better he plays, the better they're going to play. And so, um, you know, I think that that's a team that uh, still has a lot of really good pieces. You saw Steve Linton finally pop this last week. I, I think that um, Tech is still going to be a factor in this race and uh, and probably, ha- you know, has a chance here to, to, to win some important ones. Max, thank you. How was the? Uh, what's your road trip? Where were you eating food somewhere? Uh, you know what? I was at my brother's wedding over the oh, weekend, and right. I missed all of the games last weekend. It was insane. Oh boy! All right, great time. Well, congratulations. Great time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. I think Paul would give up a, a body part, right, to be able to take that uh, that role with him. Him. Look, I've, I've offered Max. Like, look, when you go to certain places, like I, I'll be I'll be the tour guy. Like, I've offered him. I've offered him Paula Hasse. You know, so <laughs> if we hit Tallahassee season two, we'll be getting the call. Don't yeah. worry. Awesome. All right, buddy. Thank you, Max. Right. You, what, Thanks, what? This has been a Rogue Media Network 